It's Coffee with Corey. And this morning, I get to talk to my dad. I get to hang out with you all morning. And you're here because there is a Jewish, a Hebrew celebration starting tonight called Elul. And so a lot of us have probably never heard of this. A lot of us probably have no idea what this word means. I didn't know what what this was, and I'm Jewish, so (laughs) you've got some explaining to do. You've got some explaining. Well, and the other thing is, a lot of times we say Jewish, but in reality, it's biblical. These are just things laid out in Scripture that God has set for us. The simplest way is, you know the name of that song, We Will See Miracles. You know, God doesn't want us to live in a world where we think on a daily basis, we might see miracles, we couldn't see miracles. He wants us to walk in faith. He built us to see him. In fact, you know, every morning Adam and Eve were greeted by by God walking with them, with Jesus walking with them Mm. in the garden. And that's the goal for him. When you wake up and you crank on the radio, you jump in your car and the worship begins. That's the goal. You get to to see him. You get to encounter him. That's the whole purpose. That's right. So, You know, when that changed, when sin came in the world, lots of different things happened. But most of all, this progression of plan began that Jesus would lay down his life, that he would redeem us, and that we would be able to have uh, that that same Jesus in us, Mm -hmm. Emmanuel, God with us, right? So... When we come to these days, God has said in in the Bible, in the scriptures, all of these days, which you might call like road signs, when you're driving here in the morning, you know you got to take a right at this light or this sign, or you got to stop at this. These are these road signs, and they're all here for one purpose, just to shout out, Jesus wants to walk with you this morning. Mm -hmm. Jesus is ready to walk with you this morning, and it's to encounter you, and so that you might encounter him, and it's to remind you that no matter what happens, that you don't ever have to go, oh, does Jesus want to encounter me today? That's so good. So it's always going to be like that. So these are those days that forever, for 5,780 years, have been benchmarked as days for you to be reminded, come encounter me. Mm. So this is a day and a beginning of a month called Elul, E-L-U-L. E-L-U-L, Elul, or Alul. And when you come to this, you're coming to what we would would imagine be like December in our calendar. It's the last month of the year, which means in 30 days, a new year begins. On the so, Jewish calendar. On the Jewish calendar, on the biblical calendar, 30 days ahead. So you're saying 2020 is over. Well, <laughs> Hopefully. that's the best news of all. Well, 5780 is almost over. And, you know, it never was about 2020 anyways. It was always yeah. the biblical years that determined these things. So the good news is you're 30 days away from very significant things shifting. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> is anyone going to miss 2020? No. If people are, don't even want to wear their glasses anymore. I don't want 2020. So... <laughs> Most of all, when you get to this date, it tells you the fall feasts are approaching, all right? So that means something to feast about is coming and something to fast about is coming. So August is a good way to look at this. These biblical months uh, fall pretty much in the middle of our months, somewhere in the about, about two to three weeks into it. So August is always filled with wonderful memories for me because it was also when I gave my heart to Jesus in 1979. And this... 
most of all beautiful romances began. I didn't know it at the time, but long before I was born again or even born, God had set this amazing season apart. And that's why, for me, this month holds some very special uh, significance for me. So about mid-August, the month of Elul arrives on the biblical calendar. This year, it's tonight, this evening, which is the 20th of August, and it runs through September 18th, which should tell you when Rosh Hashanah is. The brand new year, 5781, is on the evening of September 18th. So Elul is all about romance. It arrives just two weeks after a marriage holiday. Now, what's really cool about this is even the four letters that spell Elul, E-L-U-L, so those, the alphabet, the Hebrew alphabet, it's Aleph, uh, Lamed, Vav, and Lamed, all right? Aleph, Lamed, Vav, Lamed, so E-L-U-L. That is an acronym, and it, for the phrase in the book of Song of Songs, which is Ani Lirodi Virodi Li, which is... You gotta explain that. It's a little, <laughs> a little song. Bit more. Ani Lirodi Virodi Li. And that means, in, in Hebrew, I am my beloved's and my beloved is mine. Mm. All right? That is such a profound, uh, beautiful thing in uh, to to the Jews especially. But since Song of Songs is both the story of two people in love, the story of Solomon, and a beautiful allegory about our bridegroom Jesus and us, the bride of Christ. So it has a double meaning. So the Aleph or the I am can refer to the beloved as being God. My beloved is God and, and on his beloved, which is very cool, right? And it also can refer to your spouse. So lots of couples get this verse as a tattoo or on jewelry, and I actually have it here on my wedding ring. So every day, every single morning, yeah. every single day, as I slip this on my finger, I am my beloved, so my beloved is mine. It's, you get to renew your yeah. vows. I mean, how cool is that? That's, that this vow is constantly with you, and I think that's the heart of God. Mm. So whenever we draw close to God with a humble heart, seeking to follow we're saying i am my beloved's and god's response as he pours out mercy and forgiveness is always and my beloved is mine so good yeah just a reminder we need that elul is considered 30 days to prepare the soul to search the heart of god and awaken the heart it's a look at two kinds of love since the summer month of elul is related to the spring month of nisan or when passover happens it looks at the Passover type of love in which you fall in love or are rescued and carried away, kind of like from Egypt or on the cross, as opposed to Elul this month. That's a different type of love, which goes beyond I am my beloved's to my beloved is mine, which is to ask from a more mature place, how am I doing a loving God? And loving this person, how can I grow, do better, and be closer? So mm -hmm. Elul has, uh, it's it's Passover, but it's a little further step. It's that I'm no longer this starry-eyed person falling in love. Now I'm, hey, how how am I doing? Mm -hmm. This you you matter to me. It's not just I'm in love and I want something. No, there's, this has gone deeper now. So as I've, as I've come to explore the biblical calendar with its feasts and fasts and holy days that God asks us to remember. I feel an urgency to be faithful, to not just remember, but to set them apart. In my on-air teaching times this year, I've been trying to reveal his heart in hopes that you'll come to find the romance of God too difficult to resist. So Elul is the beginning 
of a very strange time. It's a 40-day period of repentance that's so special to the heart of God. And here's why. I'll show you how he's logged this through history. It was on Elul 1st that Jonah left for 40 days to tell Nineveh to repent. So these are people that he hated, absolutely hated, but God loved. So this is a day where it reminds you that no matter what condition you're in, God's sending someone to you. This was the day Moses went back up Mount Sinai to get a new set of commandments after he smashed the first ones when he discovered the golden calf. So again, this is a redemptive day. Mm. They had messed up beyond words. And Moses had to go up and repent for them for 40 days, came back down, and said, day, he goes back up this time because God did forgive him, and there was hope again. And it was on a little one today that Jesus went into the wilderness for 40 days. Moses comes down from Sinai on a day called Yom Kippur in 40 days, which will happen. And that's just when Jesus returned, and he began his ministry on Yom Kippur. So... Why does this month get so much attention? Well, the month of Elul was when God first discussed amongst himself, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, creating man in his own image. And then he spoke the universe into being with his first words on the 25th day of Elul. So literally in 25 days will be the day God said, let there be light, or Bereshit, which is uh, beginnings, this beginnings. At creation, we find him hovering over the waters. He's speaking light into existence and separating it from darkness, then separating the waters above from the waters below. He formed the land and the seas, caused seed-bearing plants and trees to grow, made the sun, the moon, and the stars, and created the sea creatures and birds. All of that happened in Elul. So it's kind of a cool month. So these activities all occurred during the final week of the summer month Elul. All this activity, though, is just preparation. As the sixth day began, God created all the land animals, and most importantly, you, on Rosh Hashanah. All right, so that's where we're headed to. Most nations use the Gregorian calendar, as does America, so it's still four months to the new year. But if you follow the biblical calendar, the Hebrew year of 5781 begins with Rosh Hashanah in just 30 days. What's rather amazing about the biblical calendar is that it has two distinctly different New Year's days that take place six months apart. That's kind of a different calendar in our mind, right? Why is that? Well, the oldest calendar is called the civil calendar. It's 5,780 years old, literally, and began at creation on the day of, of course, Rosh Hashanah during the fall season. And this calendar is still used to count years in time by the Jews. The other calendar is called the religious calendar, and it began at Passover, about 2,500 years after creation. And uh, so that would be about 3,500 years ago. And it was when we were redeemed from slavery in Egypt and when Jesus was crucified at Calvary on Passover to enable us to be born again. The Gregorian calendar, it's determined by the movements of the sun. Very different than the biblical calendar, which changes with the moon which marks the dates of feasts, festivals, fasts, or holy days to encounter God in repentance or to thank him for the harvest and his blessings. So this calendar is just so very important. And that's actually one of my main focuses today is going to be to introduce you and help you understand what this biblical calendar is. These two calendars are, are a lot like two parts of a poem. 
or a reverse mirror image of each other that are separate, but they're connected to each other. They don't just move in a cycle one after another to make a full year. Instead, they transition slowly during their final month with a long fast. In the winter, this happens with a fast called Purim. Here at the end of summer, it happens with two separate events. A 21-day fast happened a month and a half ago called the Three Weeks and a month-long fast during the month of Elul. So this is a month of fasting as well. And that is exactly where we are today. At the first of Elul, my first goal is going to be to help you, give you a prophetic eyes that will help you grasp how this amazing biblical calendar works so you can better encounter Jesus every day. My second goal today is to help you get ready for the change from this year of 5780 to 5781. That'll happen in one month. Many of the difficulties of 2020 will begin to fade and transition into a much different season during September and October. But, of course, I do have to remind you, this whole year I've also been talking about the four horses. These glimpses that we've been having in Revelation on the apocalypse are not the real uh, events. This isn't the end times. But we are going to continue to have these glimpses of the four horsemen who will be wrecking havoc just like they did in the spring and summer. In fact, the second horseman glimpse will take place all of this month. It begins this evening. So the third and fourth glimpses next month. So it's good and bad coming your way. But so today, that's where we're going to, looking a lot into this calendar and especially the romance of God. And coming up next, the King Jesus, that is, is in the field. We're going to post all of this on the More Music app under the podcast. And then we're also going to post it on our blog, which you can find victory.radio. Just click on that blog link and you can either go back and listen to this or you can read through the notes from this time. 